This episode of Brailcast Extra is made possible thanks to a grant from the Winston Churchill Memorial Trust. For more information about the Trust, visit its website at wcmt.org.uk. Welcome back. This session is entitled Using Braille on iOS and it was recorded on Tuesday the 2nd of February 2021. It was presented by me. I must apologise before we get into this. There are some glitches in the recording which I'm going to present. I'm not entirely sure why there were so many audio glitches uh, but please do be patient. Hopefully the quality of the audio is not so bad that you can't understand what's going on but we will endeavour to fix the audio issues for next week. The session is introduced by Holly Scott Gardner. I'm really glad to see so many of you back for another of our sessions this one talking about using braille on iOS. I know many of us have iOS devices whether that be an iPhone or an iPad so I'm sure that we'll all get a lot out of this. As per usual, this event, this event is running in line with our moderation policy. We do keep everyone muted just for now because with so many of us in one room, there would be huge amounts of background noise if everyone could unmute themselves. We do run several other events as the Brailist Foundation. On a Thursday, we run our book club. On a Friday, we run our open forum. And we're now four weeks into our Braille for Beginners course on a Monday, which is really exciting. Our Braille for Beginners group have now finished learning grade one and they'll be moving on to contracted Braille. So we're really excited to have them doing so well. We advertise all of our events on our website. You can find them at braillist.org slash events. This event, as with all of our events, is being recorded and the recording will be made available on our media page at braillist.org slash media. It won't go up straight after the event, but it should be within the next day or so. You can also find our previous events on Braillecast, which is a podcast, and you can find that by searching for Brailcast on your podcast app of choice or on a dedicated device like a Victory the Stream. If you do want to ask questions during the event, we ask you to raise your hand. And I'm going to pass over to Ben, who is our moderator, who will explain a bit about that. Hi, Ben. How are you today? Yeah, yeah, not bad. Really, really looking forward to this one. You know, actually, I think for me, sort of Braille on iOS, this sort of thing where I've, I've done it before a little bit. I've, I've got my Orbit paired, but I don't know if I'm doing it necessarily in, in the best way possible. So I'm really looking forward to learning. Um, but as Holly said, if you would like to ask a question at any point, I'm sure there'll be plenty of times for questions. You can raise your hand in a, a few different ways, depending on what device you're using. So if you're using Windows, you can press Alt-Y or it's Option-Y on Mac. If you're dialing in over the phone, it's star and nine. Or if you're on an iDevice like an iPad, uh, iPhone, or maybe even an iPod Touch, if you press the More button, which is in the bottom right of your screen, you'll then find the Raise Hand button. And uh, to give people a, a quick uh, bit of background on how we usually do that. We like to try and give people as much warning as possible. So what we'll usually say, for example, is, okay, now we're going to go to Matthew. And after Matthew, we're going to be going to Holly. And that just gives people a little bit of time to sort of uh, get ready if, uh, if you're making a cup of tea or something like that, just to make sure we don't keep uh, anyone, just so that we don't uh, catch anyone off guard. Great. Thank you so much. That's a perfect explanation. So we will give you plenty of opportunity to ask questions. Now, I am not leading this session. This session is being taught by Matthew Horspool. Matthew is a member of the Brailleist Foundation board. Um, he's also worked as a Braille transcriber and he's heavily involved with Braille in the UK. So a great person to be leading this session. Hi, Matthew. Well, good evening, Holly, and good evening, everybody. I uh, hope you're all doing well. It's a pleasure to be here leading the session. This is only the second Braillist session that I've led. I think I've been at pretty much all of them, but it's only the second one that I've actually led. Um, the, the format is basically going to be the same as most other Braillist events of this type. Uh, I'm going to go through quite a lot of information uh, relatively quickly. And then I'm going to stop and ask questions or, or ask if there are any questions and answer some. And then I'm going to go on and do a bit more information and some more questions and so on and so on. 
The priority of this session is to teach people how to use a Braille display in conjunction with their iPhone, iPad or iPod Touch. I will be using an iPhone and I'll be talking a lot about iPhone. Uh, don't get hung up on that. Um, iPad or iPod Touch would also work uh, just as well in most of these cases. Um, I'm going to try and keep it fairly generic. However, there's got to be a Braille display for demonstration purposes, and it might as well be an Orbit Reader because that's got such a huge market share. So it will be the Orbit Reader that I'll be demonstrating on, and I'll probably give a bit more attention to the Orbit Reader because, as I say, of the market share. Um, but any display should work as long as it's got Bluetooth. It really must have Bluetooth. You can't connect your Braille display via USB to your iPhone, or at least not uh, officially. Um, so a Bluetooth Braille display should work uh, just fine. Um, also, if your Braille display has an input keyboard, you will really make the most of this session. Uh, there are some very old Braille displays like the original Humanware Brilliant that don't have input keys, but that do have Bluetooth. You can use the original Brilliant with the iPhone, but obviously the functionality that you get will be quite limited by virtue of the fact that you can't control the phone from the display. So I'll be talking about Perkins key input keys um, for this session because they're by far the most common. If you're one of those lucky people who has a Mantis Q40, uh, you'll need to use Bluetooth keyboard commands. And this is beyond the scope of this session really, uh, but contact us at help at braillists.org if you're really stuck and we can point you uh, in the direction of an article. Now, the thing you need to know um, before we even start is that your Braille display needs to be in a mode that can accept a Bluetooth connection. Uh, you, you could use a Braille display, you could also use a Braille note taker. And I'm just going to go through it on a few devices uh, very quickly, just to show you a few of the different ways in which you, you do it. This is not comprehensive, you'll need to refer to your device's manual. But just as a starting point, um, I've got my Braille Note Apex, my trusty Braille Note Apex that I've been using for many, many years, and it's at the main menu. Uh, we need to find terminal for screen reader in the main menu or press backspace with enter with T. Braille terminal port currently Bluetooth. And in that case, it's on Bluetooth. If it wasn't, I press the letter B and press enter. Braille terminal. And now the Braille Note Apex is set up and ready to connect to the Orbit Reader. That's actually the, the iPhone, I beg your pardon, set up and ready to connect to the iPhone. Uh, that's all we're going to see of the Braille Note Apex today, but I just wanted to put that out there, um, how to uh, find and use the terminal mode. I'll just put that Braille Note away. Similarly, um, on the Humanware Brilliant displays, I have a Humanware Brilliant display here. I'm going to turn it on and I'm in the menu. Um, if I double tap the menu button again, I'll get into edit mode. So it says Humanware Brilliant BI40. If I press the rightmost thumb key, I'll move down to battery and then again down to channel, which is currently set to USB. If I press the thumb key second in from the right, that'll change it to Bluetooth. And if I press the outer thumb key again you should have heard although you didn't hear uh, the <laughs> the braille display restarting in bluetooth mode uh, so we now have the the brilliant set up in in bluetooth and ready to be paired to the iphone so you're starting to get the idea obviously these steps are not um foolproof if you don't have a humanware display you're obviously not going to control it in that way but that's hopefully a good start I'm going to switch over to the Orbit now, which has been patiently charging up uh, attached to my computer. And I'm going to uh, turn the Orbit reader on. And of course, the beauty of the Orbit reader is you can hear it, which is uh, really quite amazing. And it's very easy to um, access the Bluetooth setup uh, of an Orbit reader. Um, the way to do it is to press space with dot uh, seven with dot four. 
And to do it, you need to be uh, in the standalone mode first. So press the select key and the left arrow key and then press space with dot seven and dot four. And that will put you into Bluetooth mode. So here we are with our Braille devices all ready and set up to connect to the iPhone. I must apologize for the slight popping noise that we're getting uh, through the mixer. This is to do with the way that I've connected my uh, phone for demonstration purposes. Hopefully it won't be too distracting. This is where we get to the, the real meat of the operation though. I'm going to unlock my phone. Two notifications. Do not disturb calendar. 10 minutes and ago. I'm not going to worry time. too much about all of What's these uh, One new calendar item. notifications and things like that. And I'm going to ask Siri to open voiceover settings. Here are the voiceover settings. Voiceover accessibility. Back button. Okay. So I'm in voiceover settings. I'm going to sort of find Braille. It's about halfway down on the screen, Speech. I think. Button. Voiceover Braille. Button. There we go. And double tap. Output. Contracted. Button. Okay. Now, uh, Bluetooth is obviously uh, on already at this point, uh, but if Bluetooth wasn't on, you'd need to turn it on. But we'll assume Bluetooth's on. If I go to the bottom of the screen, choose a Braille display. I can see choose a Braille display, and I can swipe um, in along. Brilliant BI four zero 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 two three. And I can zero. see my Brilliant BI forty. Orbit reader two zero. And I can see my Orbit reader twenty. Now. I'm actually going to pair the uh, Brilliant BI 40 first because it's an older display and some interesting things will happen. So let's go back to the Brilliant, the Brilliant BI 40 Brilliant BI Pairing. Alert. Brilliant BI 40002307. Would like to pair with your iPhone. Now, on modern displays, you shouldn't actually get this prompt. But what you have is, is this, and it, if you swipe right... Confirm that the pin code 060497 is shown on Brilliant BI 4000. the thing I need to tell you is that that pin code is not showing on Brilliant BI. I don't care. I'm going to say that it is. Cancel. But pair button. So double tap on pair. Brilliant BI 4000230. And you'll have heard a, a funny little noise Actions there. Available. And uh, my Brilliant BI is now showing what voiceover connected. is saying. It's showing Brilliant BI 40. Zero zero two three zero seven. If I pick up the Brilliant BI forty and look at the serial number on the back, uh, yes, sure enough, I can see six five zero 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 two three zero seven. So um, that there's some consistency there. This is where it gets its Bluetooth name from. Uh, two three zero seven. Now. I actually don't want to use the Brilliant BI for this demonstration because I actually want to use the Brilliant BI with my computer. So I'm actually going to swipe right now um, and find the Orbit Reader and double tap on that and pair with the Orbit Reader. You'll hear that it disconnected from the Brilliant and hopefully... Selected. Orbit Reader. It's now connected to the Orbit Reader. And so my Orbit Reader is all paired with my iPhone and ready to go. So a very painless process. You simply put your Braille display into Bluetooth mode and pair it uh, in the way that I've just described. So it's paired. Now what to do with it? I'm going to try my level best to put my phone to one side, to not touch my phone at all and drive the the whole of the phone from the braille display from here on in so you get an idea of what's going on i'm going to introduce you to two commands straight away which are very useful the first is the back button you might be familiar with the uh, two finger scrub gesture on ios this can be replicated in braille by pressing space with b braille orbit reader two zero five zero seven six there we go i'm button. on orbit reader uh, and so on and so on if i press space with b again Accessibility features help you customize your iPhone to your individual needs. Okay, so here I am, and so that's that's the back button, and that's working very well, and it's just taking me back in and out of you know out of further and further out of settings. If I want to go to somewhere more interesting, like the home screen, for example, funnily enough, if space with B was back, then guess what? Home is space with H. WhatsApp, one new item. And here I am on my home screen. And on the Braille display, it's got this little box of four signs uh, at either end of the display with the word home in the middle because voiceover said home. That flashed up for sort of two or three seconds and then 
disappeared and now I can see WhatsApp one new. And that's all I can see is WhatsApp one new. Uh, the reason why I can only see WhatsApp one new is because I'm on a 20 cell display. So what I'm going to do is use the panning keys of the Braille display and now I can see item. The Braille display is literally just showing me whatever voiceover is speaking. If I want to move through the home screen, I have to swipe left and swipe right. Well, let's try swiping right on the Braille display. If you're familiar with note takers, you'll know how this works. You need to press space with dot four. Voice screen reader. And again. Mail. 3200 emails. And again. Safari. And again. Settings and so on and so on. You can hear that that uh, moving right across the screen is working very well with space with dot four. Guess what? If you want to move left, space with dot one. Clock, 1945. Mail, 32 unread emails. Voice screen reader. WhatsApp, one new item. WhatsApp, WhatsApp, WhatsApp. And I can't go any further. So that's space with dot one. If you're a long time note taker user, you'll know that the command to go to the bottom of a document is space with dots four, five, six. Let's try it on the home screen. Doc messages. And you'll hear I'm in the dock on the last position on the dock. So that's taken me to the bottom of the screen. Similarly, space with dots one, two, three ought to take me back to the top of the screen. WhatsApp, one new item. So hopefully you're starting to get an idea now of just how easy it is to use the iPhone with Braille, or at least just how easy to get started. On the Orbit Reader, you've got this little um, sort of joysticky type setup with the left and right arrow keys and the up and down. Similarly, I can press the right arrow Voice key dream reader. to Mail. move 30, right, the left arrow key Mail. Voice dream reader. to move left. Mail. 32 emails. If I press the down arrow key, edit mode. That's the equivalent of swiping down, if you like. Uh, this is obviously this won't work on all Braille displays because not all Braille displays have down arrow keys. There will be an equivalent key to move down on your particular Braille display. And there'll be more information about how to find those commands at the end of this session. But on the Orbit Reader, it's the down arrow. If we press the up arrow key, activate default, we'll move back up again. And the last thing I'd like to demonstrate before I break for questions is the item chooser. Now, if I want to get to, say, um, Safari, you would think, wouldn't you, that I can type the letter S. In fact, yes. I've typed the letter S and it's done nothing. Uh, I can try typing a bit more. Hey, hey, hey. And it's still not done anything. So first letter navigation, for better or worse, doesn't work uh, on the home screen. So if I want to get to Safari, there's a few things I can do. I could just swipe right until I get to Safari, or I could use Spotlight, uh, which I'm not going to cover here, but I could use it. Or I could use something called the Item Chooser. The Item Chooser is a bit like the Links list in JAWS uh, or the, the Elements list in NVDA, for example. So to get to the Item Chooser, I press space with I. 27 search field. And I'm in a search field. Now. The search field did not say search field is editing. Therefore, I need it to actually start editing. Normally on the screen, I would double tap to go into edit mode. Of course, you can't um, double tap on the Braille display. Um, but what I can do is press a cursor routing button or on an orbit reader because it doesn't have a cursor routing button. I can press the uh, select button. Search field is editing. Character mode. Insertion point at start. And if I type Safari. S. A. F. A. R. I. Okay. Now I need to move One item. Safari. There we go. One item. Safari. Q. And if I press. Quebec. Um, Search field. Is editing. Safari. Character mode. Insertion point at end. Safari. There we go. That's the one item. We just need to just press space with. Um, space with dots. Uh, one and space dot four a few times till we get it and press the select button again to double tap zero items for some reason that didn't work of course it never works properly in a live demonstration one item, safari. <laughs> w um q safari safari now i've double tapped on safari what it hasn't done is launched safari it's just put me 
on Safari on the home screen. If I press space with dot four settings, it'll move to settings. If I press space with dot one, it'll move back to Safari. Clock. So I, 1949. Well, it would. Settings. Um, Facebook. Settings. Okay, it seems to have uh, lost its place. There are some bugs currently in iOS, which mean that things are not working quite in the way that they should, as far as Braille is concerned. And I think I might have just found one of them, uh, or maybe it's maybe it's by design. But anyway, that's the idea behind the items user. While I uh, regroup and start to look at what I'm going to cover next, I'm going to offer people the opportunity to ask any questions with uh, apologies for the audio setup uh, i'm going to adjust that now no problem at all thanks for that matthew and I don't, I don't know about you holly but actually just hearing matthew going through that and actually hearing voiceover as he's talking about it i find really really works well for me because i don't know sometimes you know i'll be reading instructions and you know they'll, they'll be useful but actually sometimes what i want is someone sitting there and actually doing it live so to speak uh if they're brave enough uh while they're describing how to do it to me so uh very uh very grateful for that there so um we'll just let people uh have a moment or two to raise their hands we've already got a couple but as a quick reminder it's alt y on windows option y on mac star nine if you're dialing in on a phone or if you're on an iDevice like an iphone ipad or ipod touch you can press the more button in the bottom right of your screen and then find the raise hand button uh so a good uh, a good selection of hands uh uh, raised now. So we're going to go to uh, Lyle first, and uh, apologies if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Uh, and then after Lyle, we're going to go to Marsha. Uh, so Lyle, you are now unmuted. Hey, it's Liel. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Liel. Thank you for, for the demonstration. Two questions. One, what's the difference between the commands uh, space with F to the space with, with uh, one uh, one two dots for uh, ad, uh, item chooser. Do you know what? That's a very good question, and I don't know the answer, but it's a good opportunity to introduce a keystroke I was going to introduce a bit later, which is the keystroke for keyboard help, which is space with K. So I'll just... Oh, <laughs> my phone has just locked itself. Let me um, let me unlock my phone. 1950, try again. And it doesn't work because... Oh, passcode field. Zero of six values entered. Secure text field. Can I type my passcode in Braille? This will be fun, <laughs> won't it? It'll also be interesting to see if it says it out loud, but I guess you've got uh, some control over that there. You know, it's just one of those things with uh, with live demos where you're never quite sure how it's going to go. But uh, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, we'll... It doesn't look like it's going to work. Right, okay. Let me, uh, give me, give me a few seconds while I one, uh, sort that out. Uh, you're seven, just going to have to... One, uh, eight, seven. Trust three, me here because six. there we go. Right, let's, <laughs> let's go and press space with K for keyboard help. Starting help. To stop help, perform a four-finger double tap or two-finger scrub, or press escape on the keyboard. And start by pressing space with I. Dot two, dot four, space bar, show item chooser. Okay, so that shows the item chooser. Let's, what was the other one? You said space with F, I think you said. Let's, mm -hmm. let's try that. Dot one, dot two, dot four, space bar, item text search. So I guess that's some sort of find Dot feature. one, dot three, space bar, start help. Now, yeah, interestingly, to get out of help, I actually need to press space with B, not space Escape. with K. Stopping help. Let's enter search text. Sometimes I, I'm, I'm attention that um, some of the uh, board display, the commands uh, doesn't work, doesn't work sometimes, yes. It's related to the um, board display specific or... So most of the commands are Braille. Most of the commands are general, um, but you might find that on certain Braille displays, certain commands don't work. Um, the example I, I was going to give of this is I use the Polaris and uh, some some of the commands that are strong to me. Yeah, they might not. So the uh, I, I'm a Braille Note Apex user, and uh, 
when I try using the Braille Notes Apex, space with H for home doesn't work because yeah. space with H is the command for help. Adamson left. So um, there is there are alternative commands, and if you go on the Apple website, and I'll, I'll post some links um, at the end of the session, uh, but if you go to the Apple website, there will be a command list for your Braille display for the Polaris that will show the alternative commands if some of those commands don't work in the way that you want them to. <laughs> Thanks for that, uh, Leo. Uh, we're going to come to we're uh, going to come to Marsha next, and then after Marsha, we're going to crack on and go to Mark Ellis. Uh, so, Marsha, you are good to go. Oh, good. Um, one of the things that I have found with the Orbit Twenty, particularly, is that there are a couple of ways to do double taps once you have Bluetoothed your thing to your iPhone. And one of the things I have found is chord E, as in every good boy does fun. And that also does a double tap. And also another way to do it is chord dots three and six, which is also the equivalent of a double tap. Yes, thank you for that. Yes, so there are there are common commands, and there are also commands that are specific to the Orbit reader. So yes, you're right, and it was lax of me not to say it. Space with dots 3.6 is, I believe, the common command that will work on any Braille display for a double tap. Uh, the select key on the Orbit reader. But if that doesn't work, chord specific. E also works. That's that's very interesting. I didn't realize that chord E worked. Um, but yes, it does. That's, that's, that's very good to know. Thank you. I think that's why it's uh, it's really useful to have uh, an audience for stuff like this, actually, because, you know, it's, it's impossible to know everything, isn't it? And so it's really nice to, to hear all these uh, tips and different ways of doing things from everyone. Thank you for that, Marcia. Um, uh, sorry for sorry for moving on so hastily. We do have quite a few hands. Uh, so we're going to come to Mark Ellis next. And then after Mark, we're going to come to a deal. Uh, so... Mark, you should have a little box on your screen asking you uh, to unmute yourself. And uh, there you are. You're good <laughs> there to go. We go. No, I'll just sort of say, uh, Matthew, great, great uh, thing. I, I mean, I've, I've got the Orbit Reader 20. In fact, <clears throat> I've just got mine back the other day. Um, so I've had to, I had to repair it because um, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't quite sure how to do it. So I, I look, but, but, but also you can, you can actually do it from the, Without, without switching on first, I think you can sort of go to the, as you said, Matthew, go to the Braille menu, go to the Braille settings in vo uh, under voiceover. And, yeah, and then if you turn it on, it apparently finds it in, in the, it, without going into Bluetooth mode, it actually finds it first as well. Um, that, that's, the way I, okay. that's, that's the way I managed to pair it as well. But obviously there's, there's more than one way to skin a cat if you like isn't there yeah um there's there's definitely more than one way of of doing things um, yeah so that's but, that's uh, definitely good i didn't realize you could go back and forth with dots dots four and one space and dots yeah didn't realize you could do that so very useful thank you thanks for that mark uh so we're going to come to a deal next and then after a deal we're going to come to gene uh so a deal you are unmuted uh hi matthew um uh, I've got the Orbit uh, Orbit Reader. Um, the thing is, uh, I'd, I'd, I find the input input keyboard on the Orbit not as accurate uh, like a lot of the time. So, like when I use the command to move to the to the next control, sometimes it'll jump uh, like two two controls ahead rather than go to the next control. Or sometimes when I'm typing, it'll yes. like do weird stuff. So I was just wondering whether that was me or other people who are having those issues. Because uh, I was reading about the about the arbitrary uh, orbit writer, and people seem to be having issues with with that and stuff. So I just wanted to check, you know, what was happening with the if other people are having issues no, and it, stuff. It, it's good of you to check. I don't know if other people are having the issue, but I know I'm certainly having the issue. And it was something that was going to come up sooner or later in this demo is that very occasionally, uh, more more frequently than I would like, uh, if you're doing something on the Orbit Reader, it will ghost and it will do it twice or sometimes even three times. I have it when I'm doing rotor gestures quite often. Uh, I don't know whether it's an Orbit problem or whether it's a voiceover problem. I would suspect it's probably an orbit problem because i haven't had the problem on any other display but that's not to say that 
there aren't other displays that also have that problem. Yeah, because because uh, I was reading about the Orbitrator, which is just just the keyboard for for the for use with the iPhone, and people uh, were was you know on the reviews, people were seem to be having similar issues. So uh, I'm I'm assuming it's something to do with the with the Orbit. But, but thank you very much. Yeah, Leal's just put in the chat that he's having the same issue as well. Well, uh, strength in numbers, hey, and uh, technology, right? What? <laughs> it's never, it's never perfect, unfortunately. It does does huge amounts for us, really, particularly in the past year. But unfortunately, it does have its quirks. But thank you for that, Adil. We're going to come to Gene next, and after Gene, we're going to come to Jess. Uh, but for now, Gene, you are unmuted and good to go. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello there. Loud and clear. Yeah, it's John. Okay. Um, uh, apologies. <laughs> oh, no problem. Uh, this is uh, it's very interesting, uh, useful information, and I, I appreciate it, you doing this. But I'm wondering, uh, it all seems very Apple-centric, and I'm wondering if uh, Android is going to be covered at all at any point. Uh, maybe it's me for not looking at the schedule, but I seem to have chosen my uh, corporate allegiance, for better or worse. And uh, <laughs> uh, so. Yes. so it it's a good question. Not in this session. Um, however, watch this space because you're not the first person to have asked for this and we are looking into ways in which we would be able to do Android in the future. Um, so we'll, we'll keep you posted about that and uh, sorry to have misled you on this occasion. Oh, good. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, and no, I think we're, we're very, very actively looking into that. So I would be very, very surprised if there wasn't uh, an Android uh, session at some point soon. Uh, so we're going to come to Jess next. Now, I know that uh, Leal has also got his hand raised, but I'm just conscious of time. We've got just under half an hour to go. So um, we're going to go to Jess, and then I might let Matthew just crack on a little bit with what he uh, has queued up for us, because I'm sure it's really, really interesting. It's all been interesting so far. And then um, I, I suspect there'll be time for questions towards the end, and then we'll come to you first off then, Leal. Uh, but for now, uh, Jess, you are good to go. Hey, Jess. Okay, hi Matthew. Um, I just um, hi, I haven't got Orbit Reader. I've got the Varial Ultra, and I've got a little <laughs> quirk. I think when it's it was really just a comment. My question, I think you've already answered. Um, but um, when I go to connect it with my iPhone and on the voiceover on the Braille settings, the first time I tap on it, it says not connected, and then when you say okay to then try again it somehow automatically connects itself and it reads not connected on the braille display. So I don't know if it's just a bit of a quirk on it or if it's something I've done and not set it up properly. And um, I think you said that there was going to be links to different braille displays and to the um, way to use thing. Um, sorry, can't think of the word. Um, to press things. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Um, I, I don't know what you're trying to say. Ultra? Yes. Yes. So there's a very like a list of commands. That's on, it. That's what I'm trying the... to say. Yeah. So there's a very comprehensive list on the Apple website of every Braille display that the iPhone supports, with a link to all of the commands that are supported on that Braille display. So the Vario Ultra would be listed. Oh, on that so list. I just yes. go to Apple's website for that, do I? You could probably Google it, yes, but um, it's there'll be a handout like with all of these sessions and the link will be in there if it's easy just to wait for that to come out. Thanks for that, Jess. So that's that's your, your Varia Ultra, just keeping you on your toes a little bit, just making sure that you're uh, alert. So um, I'll just give uh, Matthew just a, a few seconds to regroup and uh, and get his uh, stuff together for the next part of this session. But I don't know if, um, I don't know if Holly, you wanted to come on this at all, but... Um, for for me, one of the one of the really nice things about Braille on iOS is what Matthew demonstrated earlier. You know, the fact that he was able to take his phone, put it to one side, and just use a Braille display. And so for me, that's that's the best of both worlds. You know, because you you often get sort of semi sort of quote unquote smart functionality on on Braille note takers where you can browse the web and and read books and stuff like that. And and that's that's really really useful. But to be honest, you know, in some ways you just can't beat having that flexibility of a smartphone. And I know. I know that I read quite a few books compared uh, with my uh, with my iPhone and my my Orbit. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what uh, what you do with Braille on iOS, but for me that's that's a really big thing. Yeah, I particularly 
personally like it for reading. I think it's really useful in that situation. Certainly, you know, pairing it with something like the Kindle app, because you can get millions of books on Kindle and then be able to access them in Braille, which is just something, you know, that not so long ago was unheard of. Well, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think what's really nice, I mean, it's it's maybe uh, not as relevant for this audience, so I'll keep it quick. But what's really nice is that, uh, you know, some people look at iPhones and they think, oh, well, these these are quite expensive. And, and let's be honest, they are. They are really expensive devices. But actually, you could buy an iPod Touch, for example, which in the UK starts at £199, which is still uh, a lot of money, but it's clearly not £1,000, which is what some of these newer phones cost. And and you then right. you have a, a really accessible reading system, you know, because because the touch can download apps. So so long as you don't need to make phone calls, then you're you're ready to go. And you know, particularly if you've managed, if you're so lucky to have managed to take advantage of one of the grants in the UK at least for a free Orbit reader, then um, that that's a really compelling setup for me. Oh, I, I completely agree. I think it's great, and I I just think with more affordable Braille coming along, which we're seeing more and more, I it's going to change things so much it's amazing isn't it you know if you t if you told me a few years ago that you could get a 20 cell braille display for 400 odd pounds what no no you can't but it's it's here and you know it, it's not it's not perfect it's a first generation product but actually it's pretty good really uh, so oh, we'll just indeed. ask matthew uh if uh we're ready to get yeah, going yeah we do yeah. have a couple of questions in the chat as well by the way Shall we do questions, Matthew, or do well, do we want to press on? I um, I did see the one from Suzanne uh, Proctor, which I can answer very quickly. Yes, the Mantis Q40 does work with the iPhone. Um, I'm just not doing it here because I don't have one, and I haven't tried it, and I won't be able to demonstrate it. But yes, it does work, and there are voiceover uh, Bluetooth keyboard commands that will work uh, with yeah. the Mantis Q40. So that's well, the well I would say terms of the mantis as well i do have one so if you're looking for resources maybe email us at help at braylists.org and that can get forwarded on to me because i'm using that as my primary device at the moment my braille device so you will receive yeah i'm happy to deal with mantis related um, <clears throat> requests <laughs> i think oh oh i see um Yes, could somebody, uh, Holly? I'll let you reply to Suzanne um, in the in the chat window. Um, while we while we do that, um, I think I'll probably crack on. Unless there's any burning questions, I think I'll probably crack on with the next part of. So the... we have uh, just over twenty minutes to go. Yeah, so I'll, I, there's there's quite a lot that I haven't managed to cover that I would have liked to have covered. And uh, perhaps there's a possibility to do a second session on this at some point, maybe in a, in a month or two's time uh, to, to cross off some other things. But for now, I'd like to jump straight into messages. And I'm in messages at the moment and I'm going to scroll right, uh, you know, with space with dot four like we showed before. And I'm going to hope. Richard, website, welcome. You okay. are invited to join a meeting. So Pray for academic and career development. Richard. I'm going After to go registering, one more. You YK, YK, conference calls are included in UK mobile now, and landline. The reason why I did this is because this is a junk message. So it doesn't matter if I accidentally send it a text message of uh, junk uh, because it's not going to reply anyway. So let's double tap on that and let's try this other keystroke space with dots three and six. Messages. YK, YK, conference okay. calls are included in UK and mobile and landline. Space. So I'm going to go down. Camera, button, ads, hidden, message, text message, text field. Actions and available. I'm going to double tap on that. Message. Text field. Is editing. Text message. Insertion point at start. And I'm going to type Actions some available. text in Braille on the QWERTY key on the on the QWERTY keyboard on the on the Braille keyboard, and you'll see how it works. Dot six. H e l l o. Full stop. Space. Hello. Nice and simple in grade one. You can toggle keyboard echo. I'm not going to. Uh, talk about that here but you can do it and it's the information is in the handout let's try some grade two dot six dot u space upon and already space my it we're starting to see it not work quite so well so this is the sort of problem that we have on the orbit reader space space uh space word there we go just about space yeah space 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 okay so um, typing problems notwithstanding, I am using iOS 14.4. There are some bugs 
um, in iOS 14.4. This is very embarrassing, for which I, I apologize. Typing problems notwithstanding, um, I wanted to really show how to edit text. I'm not so bothered about typing text in. I'm more bothered about editing it. So um, if I press space with dot three, it will behave as I expect it to as a long time note taker user and move by character. D S O H W space 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 comma D R O W. And if I press Monsieur. space with dot six. O R D comma space 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 W H. It will move forward by Patel. character. This is where the similarity with note takers ends. That the thing about Braille display usage on an iPhone is that it's mapped every Braille command that you type is mapped to a touchscreen gesture. So space with dot five will not move forward by one word. Space with dot two will not move backwards by one word. What I'm instead going to do is press space with dots five, six. Speaking rate. And again, it's ghosting. But what it's doing is going through the rotor. I've actually got to speaking rate. So what I want to do is press space with dots two, three to go back to the previous rotor item. Words. Okay, I'm on words. So now if I press space with dot six. Misspelled. Okay, and if I press space with dot three. Word. My. Upon. Hello. Hello. Upon. My. Word. Whose. And you can see the sentence that I was trying to write, which was upon my word. Whose are these and those. So let's try and get rid of some of these spaces. If I uh, go back, so space with dots two and three. Uh, Mentions. Characters. Yeah, okay. So now I'm on characters and I can do space with dot three by itself. E O H W. And now I Mr. can just press the backspace key as normal. Space. Space. Who's? Okay, wonderful. And I've deleted too many spaces, so I'll press the uh I'll press the space bar again. Who's to put the space in there. So I'm now upon my word who's and I've got rid of all of those spaces. If uh Grade two is really a problem. You can press space with the lower H. Braille input, six dot. And that will put it into six dot Braille entry mode. H Let's see. Space, space. It's, it's see if that's a bit space. more reliable. Who's? A R E space T A E F E space. These. A -A space. A -A 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 -E question space. Okay, so for the time being, it would seem that uh, grade one input is significantly more reliable than grade two input. What's very nice about this is that on the Braille display, I can still see it in grade two. So I can see dots four, five, uh, WH for who's the AR sign in R, dots four, five, and the THE sign in these, and so on and so on. Uh, even though I'm typing in grade one, the Braille display is showing me grade two. And then if I want to send this garbled message, I can do space with dot four send button to swipe right. And that'll take me to the send button. And I can obviously press the double tap gesture on that. Send and message. that will send it and it will probably bounce back and give me an error because this is sending to a, a nuisance call uh, number. But never mind. Uh, nuisance calls have got to be good for something. The last thing I wanted to do, because I'm aware of, of, of the time, um, is I just wanted to show that you can basically now do everything that you want to do with your Braille display. It might be a bit slow. You might want to look at those command lists that I talked about earlier on. Uh, and you might want to have a look at you know ways in doing things more effectively, because there really are lots of things you can do. If I press space with H to go to the home screen, uh, you know, I can move to the next and previous page of the home screen. I can go to the notification center. I can go to the status bar. You know, space with S will get me to the status bar. Um, there's all sorts of things you can do. I'm not going to cover too many of them now. I am going to try go back to the fateful Safari just to show that things are possible. What's that? What's that? Um, so what? let's see. Setting. Um, Safari. Here's Safari. Let's. Um... Safari. Zoom logo. Banner. Landmark. Zoom logo. Image. Okay. Let's press space with L for the top. Format options button. Okay. And now let's scroll right. Address. A zero to web. Zoom. As and secure double and tap. Address. As address. Text field is editing. HTTPS slash slash zero to web selection deleted. And that'll HTTPS slash slash zero to web. I'll just check that I am still in six dot braille mode because it's obviously more reliable. I'll try W W W full stop. 
R A I L I S T S full stop O R G W dot full slash M E D I A W W W and press I actually pressed the enter key that worked that time which is which is rather nice uh and I think service login Google it address google.co.uk secure and validated address <laughs> it always happens, address. doesn't it selection deleted a t t p s colon dot slash dot slash b r dot four h a r b r a i l l a t s false r g dot slash f e d r a alert safari safari cannot open the page because the address is invalid well, uh, okay. clearly, <laughs> clearly, browsing web pages login. is not what's uh, is not Google. going to be working. Today. I think Button. what I'm going to do is take some more questions, and while I'm taking questions, I'm actually going to get to a web page and uh, and show that it does actually work. This is clearly not a very good uh, shop window for browsing with the uh, iPhone today. But believe me, when you actually get used to it, it does work. When you're not using a version of iOS that has braille bugs in it, so uh, I'll leave it to Ben to acknowledge some hands. You know, and I think it's one of those things where, um, you know, communities like this and other communities as well, uh, like Applevis, for example, these are incredibly important because, unfortunately, these pieces of technology do have bugs in them. And actually, if you're dependent, I mean, we're meant to be bigging up Braille on iOS this week, but actually, if you're dependent on Braille in iOS, it really does pay to do a bit of research online whenever a new version of iOS comes out. You know, just 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 wait for, for a few days and type in, you know, iOS 14.4, Apple this or something like that, and just make sure that nothing's broken that will impact your ability to to use your devices. It's a real shame that we have to, uh, but unfortunately, we uh, we are in a situation where that is something that is actually quite a good idea to do. Uh, so we've got a few hands. Um, we've got three at the moment, and then we'll come to Holly. Uh, uh, now we have four, and then we'll come to Holly with some questions in the chat. I'm going to prioritise people who haven't spoken yet yet but we will uh, make an effort to get to everyone so we're going to come to Theo first and then after Theo we're going to come to Mike uh, so Theo you're up now and you are unmuted hey Theo hey well I, I, I was wondering braille screen input on an iPad I was wondering whether that's possible or or, bas or basically whether there's a way to do that and and whether or whether the size of the iPad screen makes that not possible well, it's definitely possible to do Braille screen input uh, on an iPhone, on an iPad. You can definitely do it. And in fact, it's even better on an iPad because you can do it with 8-dot Braille. There you have it. Thanks, Theo. And uh, we're going to come to Mike next. And after Mike, we're going to come to Leo. Uh, so, Mike, you are good to go. Hey, Mike. Hey, how are you all? Uh this is a really good one uh, from the States um, watching this and uh, found your information. Thanks to Matthew posting on one of the uh, lists that I'm a member of. So thank you for that, Matthew. I'll definitely be joining in future. Um, curious to know, uh, I use a QBrel XL uh, from Hims. I was doing a looking to see if they had a list of commands that you could utilize specific to that. Braille display because so far the ones that I use are basically common ones, uh, Braille commands that would work on just about any device. Uh, do you, are you aware of any such list? I looked and did a Google search a moment ago to see, and the list of HEMS Braille displays doesn't even include that one uh, that Apple allegedly supports. So is there a place where I could find that information? Does anyone know? Well, it's quite possible that Apple just doesn't support the key braille uh, and therefore you're doing very well just to get it to work in the first place. Um, I, I guess, yeah, the, the key braille is an interesting one because it's got the Windows key and the control and the, the alt key and such, hasn't it? So that, that will have a very interesting command structure. Uh, you might want to look. Does is the Braille Edge listed there? Um, it is. You, some of it the Braille is. Edge command. Yeah. So some of the Braille Edge commands might work. I suspect it's the the. I suspect that Voiceover thinks it's a Braille Edge, and that's why it's working. Um, Probably, either a Braille yeah. Edge or one of the Braille Sense setups. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Thanks for that, Mike, and uh, glad to have you here. Uh, so we're going to come to uh, Leal next, and then we're going to go to Rachel afterwards. Uh, so. Leo, you are now unmuted. 
So you're you're unmuted Just now. We, we can hear you. Just a note about the hymns because I I'm I'm not using the cube while but I use the Polaris and all the commands of both both displays is is the same under uh, under hymns uh, or while while edge in uh, on Apple website. Okay. Yeah, so the commands for the Braille Edge and the Polaris are the same. That's that's very good to know. Thank you very much, Leal, for clarifying that. Thanks for that. So we're going to come to Rachel next, and then we're going to try and squeeze in Marsha. And then uh, after Marsha, we're going to come to Holly and check in with any questions there are on the chat. Uh, but for now, uh, Rachel, you are unmuted. Hi there, everyone. Yeah, nice, de nice demonstration here. Um, what I just want to ask, um, I'm using the Brilliant BI-20 from Humanware, and I'm just trying to understand the difference between the um, contracted, the eight dot, and the, I can't remember the other option it says now. Um, ah, yes, yeah, so I, I didn't really cover that, did I? So there's contracted, did there's... Eight, eight dot, dot and the six dot yeah, yeah so, so i was trying to do um dot. i assumed the six dot maybe is meant uncontracted so i was trying to write an uncontracted braille and it was still coming out in contracted what that's right so um <laughs> yeah so this is so so you can control the input separately to the output and this is uh, this is quite useful sometimes and a headache at other times um, yeah. <laughs> so six dot braille versus eight dot braille. Let's let's not worry about eight dot braille too much for the time being. Suffice to say mm -hmm. that um, eight dot braille you, you can use, for example, um, dot seven to represent capitals instead of uh, having to put a dot six before the letter. Uh, more, but there isn't, more on a, there isn't a dot seven on my um, display, is there? Or am I wrong about that? No, no, you're Neither right. There, uh, oh, yeah. there is the backspace yeah. key. The backspace key. Oh, is that a dot seven? Is it? Oh, right, I didn't. Know um, <laughs> but I think more about eight dot braille. We'd have to relegate to another session because you right. could spend a whole hour talking about okay. eight dot braille. Yeah. Um, right. So six six dot braille is what you want, uh, or mm -hmm. contracted braille, and don't worry too much about eight dot braille. But yeah, right. um, you can control the input and the output separately. So if you're on in, if you're on six dot braille and you're still seeing contractions on the braille display uh, that's mm -hmm. because you're controlling the input mode and not the yeah. output mode now somewhere there will be a command to toggle uh contractions i just the, the, the i just toggled be i toggled between them with the um 236 chord yeah with the space so that's yeah, that's toggling yeah. the input mode and not toggling the oh, output mode oh is that mode. The, oh i, I, I see right okay i can't remember the keystroke to toggle the output mode because ah. i do it so rarely because i'm quite comfortable in grade 2 it is in the settings yeah i just wanted and... to try it out that was all um just to see what happened really i mean i'm i'm a competent brailleist i've been doing it for years and years and years so normally i use um contracted but I was just trying it out to try and understand the difference between all these, um, you know, input and yeah, output. If you, and if you go yeah. into if you go into settings and then into accessibility and voiceover and into Braille, so where we went to pair the Braille display, um, I won't go through it now because there's there's lots and lots of settings in there. But the top two settings are input mode and output mode, uh, and you can toggle output uh, mode there, so you you can turn contractions off on the output side from that settings screen. Great tip there, Matthew. Thank you as always. Um, so uh, last hand for now, uh, we're going to go to Marsha. And then I'm just conscious of the time, so we'll uh, check in with Holly to see if there are any other questions in the chat. I also know that we have James Bowden with his hand raised, so we'll, we'll try and get James in at some point too. But for now, uh, Marsha, you are unmuted. Oh, good. Um, well, one of the things that I have found in the Orbit 20 is that output dots, you know, this uh, chord dots one, two, four, five, 
uh, toggles between the grades, grade one and grade two. Another way to do it is uh, chord.2356, which also messes with your, uh, your output mode as to whether you're in grade one, grade two, six dot, or whatever. And this is what I have found both with the Focus 40 Blue fifth generation and also with the Orbit Reader. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that's correct. So space with G for grade of Braille. Uh, that would be, I guess that's what that means. So yes, that would toggle the output mode. Um, thank you very much. Thanks for that, Marsha. Um, Holly, how are we looking for chat? Do you reckon we should go to chat or shall we try and squeeze uh, Mr. Bowden in? Uh, we are actually good for chat, mostly just agreement and, you know, people confirming that they have the same bugs and just agreeing with each other. So no actual questions, just nice chatter. All right. Well, uh, let's bring in James Bowden now. Um, James, you are unmuted. You're good to go. Yep. Marsha just actually said exactly what I was going to say about the space G command to toggle the output. Um, the other one I was going to say is on the orbit reader, there is a mode where you can actually input a string of text, um, which might behave better than character input one at a time. It's called buffered input mode and you press the select key together with the down button. And the orbit reader says buffer, and then you type the text you want and press dot eight. Yes, I have a feeling that would work much better, although that only works in grade one. Is that right? I don't think so. I haven't tried it. I'm oh, can, try you, it now. can you buffer try it now? Okay. Try it now. Well, my word, send it. Yeah, looking good. I think. Fantastic. I think it just says button, <laughs> camera <laughs> button. Yeah. All right, well, thank, that. I think for that, that, that the ideal would be for voiceover to fix their bugs and then we wouldn't have this problem. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's definitely a good feature to know. And, and other Braille displays also have a similar sort of buffer mode. Uh, I know the Vario Ultra that Jess talked about earlier, the Vario Ultra has a, a similar equivalent buffer mode and, and information about that would be in the Braille display manual, not in the voiceover manual. I can't tell if I've disappeared or if Ben has. No, no. Uh, so we've got so. about three minutes uh, or so left. So do we uh, want to try web browsing yet or should we take another question? Well, I've... Um... I've managed to get web browsing to work now. Um, I actually had to use Braille screen input to get web browsing to work. And uh, sadly, I don't think there's going to be enough time to demonstrate Braille screen input in this session. So what I would do is I would refer people to Braillecast, our podcast, episode number 14. And uh, on Braillecast episode 14, I did a very comprehensive sort of 45 minute demonstration of Braille screen input uh, as, a, as an episode. So... Uh, if people want information about that, that's where to go. But actually, with Braille screen input, I was able to type the web address in flawlessly and got to the right place. So that's braillecast.com. Or if you want the exact URL, it's braillecast.com slash E014 for episode 014. Um, Great. I think we can take another question if you want to take another yeah, question. Yeah, so, uh, so last but by no means least, again, we'll, uh, we'll come to Keith. Um, and then we'll pass over to Holly to round things off. Uh, but hey, Keith, you're good to go. Um, we're just playing battle with the mute button at the moment there, uh, but now you're unmuted. All right, can you hear me now? Loud and clear. Surely. Uh, excellent. Well, Matthew, thanks for the excellent presentation. Uh, just something I don't know if you're aware of, and I don't know if this works with the Orbit, but I do know that with the Brilliant 40, now, you don't have to swipe to the send button. If you just press enter in the middle of a message or at the end of a message, uh, it will send automatically. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, I was having so many problems with messages by then that I didn't want to introduce another one. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> that makes sense. That's, that's very good to know. Thank you for that tip. 
Well, thank you for that, Keith, and thank you for that, Matthew, as well. I, I thought that was really, really comprehensive, uh, really, really useful stuff. So uh, let's uh, let's hand over to Holly now. Well, thank you, everyone, for coming to this session. And I do want to say thank you to Matthew, because I know from experience that teaching and wrestling with technology is always a mildly to moderately stressful process. So thank you for actually remaining calm. I'm not sure I would have. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the session, as people were coming in, we do make recordings of our webinars available on our website at braillist.org slash media. Um, you can also find them on Braillecast as well, which you can look for in your podcast app of choice. We have a newsletter, which I would really encourage you to sign up to by going to our website. And um, you can just find that at braillist.org and then search the newsletter and sign up to that because we post about all our upcoming events on that as well. I won't keep you any longer. Um, I just want to say thank you for attending.